0: Hello, my name is Connor Mack, and this is Job Jumpers, uh, the podcast for people who jump from shitty job to shitty job, like myself. On today's program, we have my new friend Joe. Uh, We have a really good chat about building cubicles, how important self-advocacy is in the workplace, uh, the potential of an upcoming UPS strike, and most interestingly, working for a doomsday prepper who, for some reason, wanted to build himself an earthworm farm. So there's definitely a lot going on today. Uh, so we might as well just get to it. Here's my conversation with Joe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Job Jumpers. Uh, today on the program. We have my new friend Joe. Um, Joe, before we get into everything, how the heck are you doing tonight?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I just uh, I just scarfed down a bunch of meatloaf and uh, and made a uh, a whiskey and ginger ale, and uh, I think I'm ready to go.
0: Nice, hey, that sounds like you're you're in a pretty good position to to talk some shit about jobs
1: yeah as long as I don't have to move very much,
0: yeah <laughs> sweet um so the the first thing that I like to kind of get out of the way is the the whole question people ask you when they first meet you, which is which is what do you do and pretty much what they are expecting you to to answer is is like what is your job you know what is your career uh whenever you you know you you meet somebody new especially if it's at kind of a uh a family function or like a uh some sort of professional setting you know you're expected to tell them about your career what do you do and obviously um i believe you know there's a lot more to to like what i do than just the job like i have a million other things i want to say but i know that that's not that's not what they are looking for um uh, right. so, so so taking work out of the equation, just just take the question at face value. Um what do you do, Joe?
1: Um I uh I usually just kind of make small messes um and uh just kind of find various things to uh to start and occasionally complete. Mm. Um and uh and you know hopefully i can do some fishing in between all that nice um and everything else is just kind of a means towards those ends i suppose yeah yeah no i, and I, and I have a toddler so now that's kind of my oh, main thing
0: okay yeah yeah that 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 definitely complicates things
1: yeah i, I don't do much <laughs> fishing anymore
0: <laughs> i mean yeah maybe one day you can go fishing together you know that'll be a uh Maybe uh, you know future future. Uh,
1: oh yeah, except no, that's that's definitely uh, one of those. Um, you know, like if I had a motivational poster, uh, like a, a keep your head up, little buddy poster, <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, uh, it'd be me and uh, me and my little man fishing. Nice. Like that's <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah. No. I mean, hey, uh,
0: that's that's a quite the noble dream. Um, yeah. I I I definitely can relate to, uh, starting messes and, and coming up with things and, and, you know, getting halfway into them or
1: kind of tinkering.
0: Yeah. Tinkering. Exactly. I mean, I, I've, I've, uh, you know, put out about a thousand different podcasts over the last decade and, um, I mean, you know, different things, interest me and you know i kind of it's it's all part of the story so so i think that's that's a good way of looking at it um
1: yeah they're all experiences with you know something to there's something there yeah and in, in all of it
0: exactly even if it's like you know in a, an objectively terrible piece of art either you know, there's still a kernel of truth you uh you, you 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 know you can take from it um so now let's kind of Put that question uh, back back in uh, the real world here. Um, you know when when they ask you, "What do you do? What do you do for a living? What's your answer to that question? What do you do for a living?"
1: Um, unfortunately, I am a cubicle guy. Oh. So I I do um, commercial office furniture installation.
0: Hmm. Oh. Okay.
1: So yes, yeah, so I build cubicles gotcha. and uh, install office furniture and um, build like demountable wall offices. You know, kind of uh, uh, you know temporary rooms, kind of.
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because cause when you say that you're a cubicle guy, the the first thing I think of is that you work in a cubicle all day. But that that is not the case.
1: Yeah, that that's the that's the good part of the job. The bad yeah. part of the job is, is getting the cubicles in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, you know, I, I've, I've been in a thousand offices and, and I've, I've, you know, seen a thousand, even today, you know, I walked by a bunch of cubicles work, working in an office and, uh, I, I, I you know, never once thought of somebody actually having to put those things together. I, you know, I, I, it's, <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I it's, it, it, it's honestly not a bad job.
0: Yeah yeah no I mean um it, it you know it's it's still kind of manual labor I'm I'm you know imagining that there is uh more that goes into it than than I can you know than I'm assuming
1: Yeah it is a lot of um just kind of uh you know warehouse work receiving um you know prepping things occasionally you're you know carrying a large desk up a staircase yeah. Um or something yeah. like that. Um, but the actual assembly work is, you know, it, it, I mean, it varies by manufacturer. Some of them are more installer friendly than others. Um, yeah. But generally, it's like if you have a tape, if you can read a tape measure, and you know how to use like a drill and an impact driver, then you can make twenty three dollars an hour. Hey, I mean, that's not bad for not uh, bad. for what it is.
0: Yeah, no, that that I mean sounds sounds like a pretty decent gig all things considered um joe do you consider yourself a job jumper
1: um i i kind of uh yeah i i'm i've had to settle down a little bit um yeah. with with my son here but i uh i definitely i definitely was uh in my earlier years and i'm still i i still try to keep uh at least a toe or two out the door um you know just in case something something better comes by or something something more interesting yeah that i mean
0: that's i i think that's probably the the smart move yeah that that's the that's the fear you know for for me it's like ah man if i if i do have a kid like i'll have to you know i I mean you know i feel like it just won't matter to me anymore like it 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 will just matter so much less how unhappy i am at a job and uh so much more you know the the happiness of of my kid or the stability you know so it's 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 a massive priority shifter i imagine
1: um it it definitely is but it at the same time it like when with the stress of of having a kid and um and, and my son's autistic and we've been uh just got him started into speech therapy and all this and it's been kind of a a you know not the the child uh experience that we expected sure um and that's a you know an emotional and a um, and also physical adjustment just of, you know, I mean, he's heavy, uh, and you always got to carry him around and he yeah. wakes you up in the middle of the night. So you don't get any sleep. Yeah. So there's a lot of like having a, like if your job sucks on top of that, then it is just a, just a slog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So I mean... it, it, it almost becomes more important, at least for me, because that's like kind of, I mean, I enjoy work. Um, and i can't i can't help it um so that's kind of like my you know going to work and and building stuff is my happy place so if if i can't even enjoy that then it's like what what am i even doing
0: yeah yeah you i mean you you got to find find some kind of uh peace, even if it is in in uh you know installing cubicles you know i think that's I th- it's, know, I th-
1: it's got some zen some zen qualities yeah it's just a lot of repetitive uh a lot of repetitive um you know just little small things just putting screws in doing things with your hands yeah kind of keeping busy
0: yeah no i mean i th- i I think that makes sense i i always feel like whenever i'm like doing uh Something laborious or like physical i'm i'm like dead set against doing it I just don't want to do it. I'm I'm putting it off whatever it is I'm putting off for days or months or something and then then I do it and then i'm like man I feel really good. Why do I feel so good? I'm like, yeah, because i've been moving my body all day I've been i've, I've been yeah. actually, like physically active uh, I'm like, oh man, it's, it's 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 true what they tell you about about exercise
1: um, it yeah yeah it it really is um, and it and it sucks getting started yeah um, yeah and as long as you just never stop then you're fine <laughs> yeah
0: it's you know body in motion stays in motion I guess
1: um, yeah
0: okay so here this is the moment we've been waiting for this is when the real show begins um, you you know what what when you we, we we talked briefly about kind of your your uh, story, um, I, you know, it's very, very interested. It seems like you you've definitely had some uh, some some interesting jobs. Um, so I kind of want to start from the beginning here, um, you know, getting into working. Um, so, I mean, from the top uh, joke, please, you know, tell me your job jumping story.
1: Well, so I started out, um, I guess, as as uh, as most people do, um, working at a a uh, a casual sit-down uh, chain restaurant um, by the name of Mellow Mushroom. Oh, um, well,
0: I I I've <laughs> I've been to uh, a Mellow Mushroom.
1: They're they're pretty cool. I mean, they usually have like uh you know a, a pretty good soundtrack. Uh, or, or, you know, radio station that they play from, and uh, it's it's all, you know, like, psychedelic-themed and stuff. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the pay sucks, and it's, you know, shitty busboy work. Um, yeah, of course. That, that's what I did uh, when I was 15, um, and then went over to the grocery store, to Kroger from there, um, and uh, basically worked all of the, in every department there, um and got like a i don't know a 10 cent raise over like the almost two years i was there <laughs> um then you know i'm in alabama so i'm you know the minimum wage um then was like seven twenty five. it's like seven thirty five now or something yeah what a difference um yeah yeah um oh i remember i i remember when i got a job that paid eight dollars and i was like oh I'm, <laughs> i've made it i have made it somewhere now yeah making the big bucks yeah and then um i got a uh in the the very predatory practice of um being uh well i guess I was a victim of it of uh working at abercrombie kids Abercrombie kids um, yeah it's um at yeah it's weird they yes yes at a mall <laughs> yeah next door to the to the big boy abercrombie okay um and I guess their hiring, their hiring managers have quotas for hiring every week, so uh-huh. they would just like have ten people in the food court, and they'd all get hired, and they'd give you like four hours a week until you just stopped coming back. Oh my god! Um, which is which is what I did. Um, and then I, I had a, a buddy um, who said, "Hey, you know, my boss said, uh, you know, hey, go find you a helper." Uh, somebody you can work with, and um, that's how I actually got into the the cubicle business. Um, and I was just basically working cash as a uh, as a helper there, just kind of on and off, part time for probably like four years before I started doing it full time. Um, and then I had well, well, I don't know why I'm trying to remember this. I wrote these all down. Um, <laughs> And then I got uh Stevie B's, um which is a uh I guess regional a uh, kind of CC style pizza buffet place. Um I
0: loved CC's.
1: Yeah, they paid they paid uh minimum wage no matter what you were doing, <laughs> cooking, cleaning. It all paid the same. Um, at least
0: you know they, they
1: believe in equality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they had definitely no uh no no worries about discussing pay because you all know what you're making yeah right yeah i know <laughs> um so that that's actually the only job that i ever just i just walked out of because um, i remember they is like a closing shift and it was like 10:30 and this new manager um was like all right uh new policy uh, we're going to deep clean the store every night and we're gonna start right now, and it's gonna take like two hours. And he just started, just like hosing all the floors down. And I was like, you know, fuck this, I'm out.
0: That is an insane thing to do.
1: Yeah, he got fired like two weeks after that. So we're gonna deep least... clean the store every night. Yeah, and just like on a like like a five minute notice, like yeah. at the end of the shift, basically.
0: I I just like. I I'd like to get some insight into like who told him that that was a good idea or if it was just him kind of on a power trip that he just kind of had that idea himself like what
1: the... that's kind of the impression that I got and this guy like nobody liked him and he didn't care to try to change that um, uh-huh. which is always a bad sign yep because uh, like you you can be. It's like you can you can be like a little bit of an asshole and, sure. and get away with it as a manager, yeah. but like you have people have to at least tolerate you sometimes. Yeah and this guy did not care about any of that.
0: Yeah. He's just one of those those hard asses.
1: Yeah, he was some like semi pro hockey player or something. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> um Did you just walk out? I, yeah, yeah 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 no i I walked out and um the 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 shift manager called me and he was all right so i was um he was like hey are you coming in i'm like no i'm not no i'm done <laughs> he's like um, okay like, yeah sorry man not gonna happen yeah yeah that, yeah that's um that's a rough one but i i did get to uh the the story that i had mentioned to you um on Facebook, that sparked all this, which is uh, the the worm farm. Yeah, this
0: this was uh, I think easily the most interesting uh, brief I've gotten of somebody's somebody's uh, you know job history. So so I'm excited to hear about this.
1: So it it was a like I was looking. Well, um, so like a little backstory. So when I was when I quit CVBs, I had been living um, with a roommate. And I, I wasn't a good roommate. Uh, basically, he was like, "You, you can't smoke any weed in the apartment," because um, <laughs> he was in the military and, and or he was in the guard or something, and he was worried about it. And I, being a like you know twenty year old shithead, was like, "All right, well I'm just gonna do it anyways." Yeah, sure. Um, so he kicked me out, and you know, rightfully so. Um, so I moved. Uh, back home and I was like alright well I gotta find a job and I got on Craigslist and uh, this guy was like you know labor job $8 an hour I called him he's like alright you can start tomorrow It's like alright cool I got a job and uh this guy raised earthworms um and sold compost tea um so like when the I guess the, the earthworm uh poop and pee juices and all that. Yeah. Um, is like incredible fertilizer. Okay. Um, and, uh, this guy was actually a project lead at NASA. Um, because for a little background, I, I live in Huntsville, Alabama, which is space city. We've got NASA and Marshall space flight center and space camp and all that here. Um, so he was a guy, this, just this kooky dude who, um, Basically, burned all of his vacation to uh, kind of like vision or realize his vision for his worm farm business. <laughs> and part of that was uh, was building a like a log cabin like rabbit hutch for selling like bunnies to kids. Wow! Um, and he wanted to do it the old school way um which is with a with like you know like 1920s like logging hooks it's just like a wooden stick with like a little bracket on the end of it and like a a like a little kind of sickle shaped uh thing that you would just like ram it into that and it would dig into the log and then you could lever it to roll the log if that makes sense
0: yeah i can kind of i can kind of picture it
1: Um, So he had us basically just like plop some cinder blocks on the ground and drop like a two by four on top of it and then try to like roll these like, you know, like one foot diameter logs up them like above shoulder height, Um, (laughs) which is obviously like, I mean, this guy could have like rented a crane and he could have been done like a day. Yeah, months. but he was gonna pay a bunch of random dudes off Craigslist eight dollars an hour for like months to do it.
0: Many more efficient ways to get this done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and uh, yeah. So I like I showed up the first day and I was helping them out, and um, or like I slipped off into a ditch because like he built this cabin right next to a big old ditch, and was like, "You just get down on that and don't worry about it. You'll be fine." Um, and I'm like, okay, there's like, there's no ground for me to stand on. Yeah. Um, so of course I slip. Um, and everybody else slips, and this dude got his like ribs crushed. Jeez. Um, and this was and this was just like some guy that was also here because he thought that you know an eight dollar an hour job was a good opportunity. <laughs> um, and he has uh, I'll, I'll have to send it to you. He has a um. The worm farm guy has a YouTube channel and uh he has a lot of prepper videos on like building like uh DIY bunkers in okay. your backyard and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that makes sense. That makes it, it makes total sense that he's a doomsday prepper.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like I remember going in for him to pay me and his room or his like little office was just like books like Like old paperback books, like stacked, like as high as possible, covering like every surface. (laughs) Um, Just like a real, uh, just like a a character. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've definitely got a few questions. Um, So... Was so okay. This is kind of obviously. It's kind of his passion a little bit to 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 make this weird worm tea and
1: oh, absolutely,
0: yeah, and and just I mean, do you think he 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 thought that 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 the only way to do this was to hire. Uh, you know laborers um, or do you think there there was just kind of a part of him who like he he just kind of fantasized uh, working as a team to like reach this this weird goal he had in his head
1: Um, I think it was I don't know I kind of get got the picture that this guy was just really cheap um, yeah. Yeah. like he had, he had one older guy who I guess like helped him like year round with stuff, um, who he still, I remember like thinking like, man, he just kind of treats this guy like shit. <laughs> and, and I think he just knew, um, cause like I said, this, is a, this guy was smart. This is like a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. He's like totally un- unhinged. Um, but he's, like I said, he's like a big project lead for NASA, Um, But he's, like, this big, like, white-haired beard guy wearing, like, nothing but overalls with, like, a big old beer gut. Um, And he's just, like, he's, I don't know, like, even, like, uh, I remember one time he actually got um, his tractor and, like, uh, a cable and a winch out because we were going to pick up one of the logs. And he just, like, threw it up over the tree. And, like, the way it was set up, I'm like, like this this could this thing could kill like all of us right now. Yeah. Um and, and I'm just thinking like this dude could have spent like I don't know, like five hundred dollars probably to rent something to do this. Um so maybe it maybe it was kind of him just wanting to be like a uh just be industrious and be um you know will be like a log cabin guy basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean be, because too, how how long were you guys doing this project for him?
1: Um, well, so I did it for like 3 weeks um and then I was forced to quit uh, because I was uh T-boned and rolled over in a uh, gnarly car accident oh, and had a uh a uh like bruised uh a bruised kidney like a lacerated liver and and some 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 internal issues that they were like you can't do anything physical for at least a month or like your liver is gonna rupture um so i told the guy like I, just go ahead and pay me i'm out and he gave me my like i don't know like my fucking 140 dollars for the week or whatever oh my goodness um and and i was out but um and I've I've talked to people occasionally at at other jobs who who knew this guy and who knew who I was talking about. He's kind of built um, a
0: reputation. He's,
1: yeah, yeah, he's he's like the worm guy. <laughs> um, he's still like he he's. I should go check on him because he's he lives like five minutes from my house.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I am definitely interested in checking out his uh, his YouTube channel. There, there's there's still a lot of ah, I I just you know just he's oh, it, you know, he's got hundreds
1: hundreds of videos
0: wow um so you know talking about that moment when when kind of uh you know you said one of the, the guys working with you got got their ribs crushed a little bit like um how like were there any serious injuries during this where you know was there any pushback to kind of this this guy's strange requests from any of you know the l- laborers
1: um, no, no, I, I think that it was, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I mean, thinking back, I mean, obviously I had a different, um, uh, mindset towards work and towards labor in general. You know, I, I didn't value my own labor as much at that point. Um, so, I mean, I was just like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta be a good worker. I gotta work hard. I gotta, you know, do whatever this guy says. Yeah. And, uh, I think the other, People were um, were probably in that same kind of mindset. Um, so it was just kind of like, you know, whatever this guy says, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to do it until he says we can go home. And the guy that got his ribs cracked, like I remember him, I I think he came back the next day and he was like, he was like clearly hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he's like, you know, I need this. I need this, uh, you know, $70. That's so bleak. Yeah, man. It, it, yeah, it was it definitely like in hindsight, definitely my worst job. Yeah, what, what what year was this? Um, this was like 2015, probably. Okay.
0: I I'm just thinking like you know if he's a high level guy at NASA and he's like making all these, you know, he, he's a prepper. I'm like thinking like hey, you know, what does he know that we don't know? You know, it's like it's like when is when is the comet coming for us? <laughs>
1: yeah well, uh, you know I think he's he's got a video about it, i'm sure
0: yeah yeah i mean i i I can imagine he's a huge conspiracy theorist
1: oh yeah, yeah definitely a um i'm I'm sure it was a lot of uh like you know uh, like Bill Cooper books and shit uh, that were uh kicking around in his office yeah you know had had it you know if I could go back, I would definitely want to pick through his books. I, I, yeah, because um, yeah. I'm sure there are some red flags. I I'm
0: I'm sure I I, uh, I don't want to know what what we'd uncover about about him if we went for a deep dive. Um, yeah, that that's that's pretty insane. Um, and so it was just kind of three weeks. You you ended it, and and then that that was it.
1: Right. Right. So I, I had to, uh, so at that point I had to get, I had to get another job. Yeah. Um, and I, I had heard about, um, uh, DSW, which is designer shoe warehouse, um, which is like a, um, kind of like a pay less or like a carnival shoe store type deal where, uh, you know, all the merchandise is on the floor, Mm -hmm. um, just like stacked up and, uh, I, I had heard that they were hiring, um so I went in there and uh you know, uh, basically did some stocking and then uh worked the cash register and said uh you know, next shoe lover in line please. Is that what um, you had to say? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, next shoe lover please.
0: Next shoe lover please. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and and you had and you had and you had sign up quotas for like their rewards program? um so like you had to you had to sign people up and i'm like like i i don't do sales i don't do signups like if you don't want this i don't blame you i'm not gonna try to change your mind
0: that that's one of the the like biggest reasons i i do not ever want to work retail is because i i like no part of me wants to try to convince somebody to sign up for some rewards program or some credit card. It's it's it just seems, it 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 just really seems um, soul sucking.
1: Yeah, and it, it's I, I, thankfully there was like this this little old lady that worked in there um, who would just um, she was just she would come and she would get right up in your space and like you would sign up. Like I guess basically just to get her to to leave you alone, and she would <laughs> she would get signups for me and give them to me. Wow. Um, and she yeah she was she was great. Um, but she but I was like look I just want to stock stuff I just want to you know yeah. I don't mind doing the register or whatever. Like I don't yeah I don't I don't want to have to say next shoe lover I don't want to have to sign people up for shit. <laughs> um, but that is where um, where I met my wife because she was a um, a kind of like a supervisor there oh nice so it it worked out in the end yeah there there
0: there was a uh silver lining there yeah (laughs) yeah does that old lady still work there
1: um i don't know i i don't want to say it but she's probably dead by now she was really old Oh no i'll I'll have to find out my my wife probably knows
0: (laughs) it just sounds like she was boring to work at dsw
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and some people are, and you yeah. know, I, you know, I I totally respect that because that, that's a totally different, you know, skill set and, uh, I couldn't do it and, you know, props to them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, it, if, if that's what makes you happy, I mean, I've, I've worked in, you know, restaurants and hotels and, um, there's always like, one or two people who like you can just like tell that the job gives them life and gives them purpose and they're just you know genuinely excited to be there and to be working and they're just putting their (laughs) they're just putting their all into it and it's like i mean i can't i i can't fault you for that you know good for i'm not gonna uh crush your happiness good for you this is what makes you happy then awesome
1: yeah, like yeah, no, I'm 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 envious of that. If 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 you can just you can just find something like that and just be like, you know what, this this is, this is perfect. This will work.
0: Yeah, life would be so much easier.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did that for uh, I guess a, a couple months, um, and and while that was going on, I was uh, going to a, a local uh, technical college, uh, getting a uh, welding certificate. Um which I never actually received. Um and then uh and through that I, I had uh four uh just real stinkers in a row. Ooh. Um and uh the first was uh I, I worked for this guy named Dallas, um, who did uh wrought iron fencing and like wrought iron gates. Um And he had, like, a little, it was, like, him and one guy, and, uh, like, my father-in-law was a residential contractor, and he knew the guy, you know, he'd used him before for some work. Mm -hmm. And um, so he hooked me up, and, uh, you know, like, I I learned a couple things, Um, and the guy was, you know, pretty chill to work for, Um, but he was also just, like, just super racist yeah um, oh man and like i remember my first day he's like he's like you ain't you ain't got any muslim in you do you oh my goodness um which it it sounds crazy but i mean if i mean being in alabama like it's yeah you know i mean not exactly an uncommon mm-hmm. type of person that yeah. you run into
0: yeah yeah it, it would be hard to uh to not work with any racists over there i guess <laughs> And I mean, oh yeah,
1: it, it, it's you, it's kind of unavoidable.
0: Yeah, you know, when you're in that position too, working for them, it's like, what am I gonna do? Am I? Gonna, I mean, am I gonna storm out? Am I gonna keep my mouth shut and keep working? Get, keep getting paid? You know, it's a, it's, it's 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 a moral quandary for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it and it it uh, it became a, a a bigger issue at a at a later job. Um, but this guy was at least you know. You know, he was, he was at least, he was polite to people like, you know, he would, you know, he would say a lot of, you know, uh, not good things about, about black people. And then like, but he would, but, you know, he would obviously, he'd be very polite to people's faces. Yeah. Um, And he was like, like, I at least like if this guy takes me out to lunch, like, you know, he's not going to cause a scene or something. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, yep. so I'm like, I can, I can put up with this in the meantime. Hmm. Um, and then he actually uh, He actually ghosted me He ghosted um, you Yeah this grown ass man Ghosted me I mean it's, um, it's
0: those, those types of uh, You know business owners who, who are you know Super bent out of shape over Employees ghosting them so uh, You know th- th- this is Interesting you know it's, uh, what, So what's the story behind that Why or do you even know why he ghosted you
1: Um, I think it was, like, he, I I don't know, it it kind of seemed like he didn't really, like, have I I don't know, it's kind of like we had had a good little thing going, and then, like, I guess he had, like, a little, a slow week or something, and he was just like, I don't really need this guy. (laughs) Um, and he just cut me loose. He had one other guy that worked with him, um. But, it's like, sometimes, like, we clock out early and, like, he had a pool table in his shop and we would just, like, hang out and, like, play pool for, like, a dollar a game. Um, so, it was, like, a, I don't know, very, like, informal. So, yeah. I guess he was just, like, you know, that fucking one, then just gonna move on. Ah, Which is, yeah. you know, it's, um, I guess, you know, good, probably good for both of us.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not a situation you want to, uh, you know, be in long term, <laughs> I guess. Um, but no. but I, I mean, mean it's, it, it's not cool though. It's not, that's, that's not a nice thing to do.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. Cause it's, it's like, you know, when you're leaving an employer, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be like, I understand, like, I don't know, you know, maybe you only have like uh, some business that runs on three people and one of them just doesn't show up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can see how, you know, that would cause a legitimate issue. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, you, I mean, you're still getting, you're still getting paid. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's it's
1: like that's somebody's it's life. like, you know, I need some money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta no. live somehow. Yeah. Um, are, are you sure it wasn't because you weren't racist enough?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I was, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I have been, uh, I have been reading a lot about Islam lately, so, I mean, he might have been onto something. <laughs> He knew. Um, yeah, um, but I, I left from there and went to uh, Old old British Petroleum, Old BP. Okay, um, okay. Uh, cause, uh, yeah, yeah, because um, Decatur, Alabama is uh, about 30 minutes from me, which I don't know if, if you're familiar with, um, but it is a just kind of like a small, like, industrial zone. Um, it's like BP, um, Daikin and new which are like, uh, metal, you know, like steel mills and like alloy manufacturers. Okay. Um, in a lot of big, like, uh, like 3M, um, just a lot, of, a lot of big name, uh, industrial plants basically. Um, and I got hired to work as a firewatch. Um, which meant I just like lugged around a fire extinguisher and a uh, and a sniffer, uh, which is like a carbon monoxide and other gas detector, um, because like they like it was it was during a shutdown. So basically, the plant runs like 24/7. When they need to do maintenance, mm-hmm. they shut it down, and then people work around the clock there to basically get it done as quickly as possible so that they can fire it back up. Okay. Um, and my job was to make sure that basically they didn't forget to like empty out all of the gas out of this tank that they were about to be welding in. Because if you went in there to weld in it and they hadn't, then, uh, you know, there wouldn't be any oxygen in there and you would just die. Jesus. Um, which there were, um, I don't think there's nothing at B P that I know of, but at um Dykin, which is like across the street, um there have been several deaths there from just like uh undisclosed chemical agents that are just like just like nasty stuff. That's you know, f- like just terrifying. like heavier than air gases that yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm just like Yeah, so a lot of um yeah you know twelve dollars an hour um is clearly enough to make sure that, that doesn't happen
0: yeah i mean that's that's definitely something you you want to give somebody uh just above minimum wage for it to, to make sure you know your 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 whole building doesn't explode and everyone dies um yeah so i've actually i've I've done the same thing just in a very different setting in in uh one of the last hotels I worked at um we had a fire panel that was fucking up and and would not shut you know, shut off. It just kept on beeping. Um there was nothing really wrong with with the the fire alarm. There were no fires or anything. And um the company that owned the hotel, they it, you know, the deal was that, that the fire panel was super old and had to be replaced. It was just a piece of shit and uh the fire department had already been, you know, been there to inspect it and like had told us a bunch of times but um, the company just did not want to to pay to have it replaced, and no. so so while they were trying to come up with some plan to to save them money and and still operate, um, we we you know we got in trouble so many times that we had to have somebody on fire watch, um, and, <laughs> and and so during the day it was the maintenance guy, uh, and I I at the time was the acting general manager because. You know, we had two general managers in a row that kind of jumped ship, and I was the, the the second person in charge, and and so I I ended up having to do, uh, you know, walk the hallways to to with a with a fire extinguisher to make sure that there was no fires in any room. Just you know, so the so the fire department would we you know was happy. Um,
1: and did. did- Did people ever come out and see you walking the halls with the park? (laughs) Are sure?
0: Yeah, I mean, this was definitely, you know, not a...
1: Like, while it was occupied?
0: (laughs) Nobody ever, like, caught me and, like, you know, because it it was the middle of the night. So I I don't remember any, like, people questioning me. But it was kind of an open secret because it, it was just a very annoying place to 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 be because the fire panel was like constantly going off like every every half an hour or so yeah uh the, the, oh, it it would it would go off so people were were hearing uh you know all these noises all the time and then every once in a while the whole building the alarms would go off and so i mean it was kind of an open secret everyone knew that this was a, a trash hotel and that we you know, the company doesn't care about anyone's safety so it was just it was just a a massive shit show you know not not quite as important as um as your job but 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 you know kind
1: of yeah, i you know I, that sounds, I, yeah, that's crazy. That's that's not something that you should have in a hotel.
0: <laughs> no, no, and and th- there's people fucking living there too. It's an extended stay hotel. People have lived there for years. It's like you just don't give a shit about their safety.
1: No, because I mean, if 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 uh, um, you know, I also work at uh, at UPS now, and and something that I've learned there is that you know the the squeaky wheel uh, gets the grease. And um, and it sounded like they wanted y'all to shut the fuck up. (laughs)
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah.
1: nose squeaking.
0: (laughs) Yes, stop. The only thing that can squeak is the fire panel.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) But uh, anyways, back to BP. That that I mean what was that job like, you know, what, what was your, your day like there? Were you, were you, you know, doing any actual, um, like work with the machinery or, or um,
1: was- I, I did, I, I tried to do, well, so like I, I took the job to try to get a foot in the door. Um, like it wasn't for BP. It was for a, um, a contractor servicing, um, BP is like basically the big contractor that, that worked all the shutdowns in the area and I knew a guy, um, who was there and he was making, you know, like, you know, $40 an hour and, you know, nice. working like, you know, 60, 70 hours a week or mm-hmm. something, you know, making a lot of money, uh, welding. And I was like, well, you know, I I can weld. I just finished this welding program. Um, uh, so my goal was to get into the shop, um, and take a test. Um, cuz like they can, you know, you can go to school for welding, but like nobody gives a shit about the paperwork. They're like, that's cool. And then they throw it away and they say, "Okay, weld this." Yeah. And, you know, we'll see how you do. Um so it was like I'll, I'll do the I'll do the fire watch and then that'll kind of get my foot in the door. Um which wasn't the case. Um <laughs> but it was like I, you know, I'd get up and I had to be out there at like 6 in the morning and it was like you know, almost an hour away from my house, um, and Ooh. I'd get out there, and and I remember some days it, it was just like a struggle to stay awake mm-hmm. because it was it was just like I, it was basically like stand in this one spot until four o'clock, um, <laughs> and I'm like I like I don't even know what the fuck to do like I can't like I can't be on my phone I can't like I'm just sitting here like. Oh, you, twiddling this fire extinguisher around. You
0: couldn't fuck around at all.
1: No, but no, because then like, like what? I, like, they would absolutely have fired me if they had caught me like yeah. doing anything. Because yeah. th- this was like a, you know, the bottom of the the bottom rung. Yeah. The job. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I would try to like I I remember um, they were uh, pulling a like steam condenser out of this big uh like kind of like catwalk structure building thing um if you think about just like a big industrial building you know it's a like a six-story building but it's all kind of open it's all like catwalks and stairwells Um, okay yeah and they had to get the tools up there to the fifth floor um so we like set up a like a hoist and I was like, I was like, I volunteer. I'm like, I'll I'll pull all I'll pull the hoist. <laughs> um, so I'm pulling this like Home Depot bucket with like you know like 120 pounds of shit in it, um, up like five flights. Oh god! Um, because I was like, you know, I I don't know. I I joke that it's my 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 ancestral Protestant uh, work ethic <laughs> that I, I have to do all the hard jobs It comes out in you. Uh, yeah, so I'm like I you know. And I, I would uh you were let me do a couple them. things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think I, I think I was win some brownie points. Um Yeah. And uh I ended up getting let go after the shutdown. Um it didn't help that uh I lost a key. Oh no. Um for a like I lost a lockout tag out key. That sounds um, important yeah uh so like when when you're working there like everybody that's working there has to go to like like the central control board basically and put a lock on this thing and basically it's like once this job's over everybody has to take the locks off to basically ensure that like everybody's out okay um and I, I've gotten better, but I was the absolute worst about just like I would, I would, I would leave like one thing everywhere I went. <laughs> I was constantly losing just little shit, and I lost this key like within an hour of getting it. <laughs> um, and they were like, you know, we're gonna have to have like, like my boss's boss and like. The fucking, like, head of, like, the plant is going to have to come down there. Oh, my God. Like, there's a whole big procedure in in order to, like, cut a lock. It's, like, a big fucking deal. And they end up having, like, a spare key back in the shop. Yeah. Um, So they didn't have to. But I, I think that was probably the main reason that they didn't bring me back. Which, you know, it, that's on me.
0: Uh, yeah, Which, I mean. That's I didn't nightmare. miss out
1: on anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah that that that's that's mortifying because that's that's something that I would do you know for sure I've I've working at hotels I've lost so many keys and you know uh, master keys to hotels are are pretty important um, yeah uh, so yeah that that's so they, they they didn't fire you but you think that that, that kind of no I, I was, was I
1: was basically just laid off
0: yeah and that's why you think they didn't. Keep you on.
1: Yeah, I I think that they're. Uh, I don't think that they had uh, much intention of bringing me back. Um, like I said, a lot of a lot of these positions are like short term for the duration of the shutdown. Yeah. Um, and and they didn't have you know a reason to keep me. Um, and that was probably you know a, you know you put a, a strike on top of that and yeah, and absolutely. that's an easy that's an easy decision for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, that's that's uh, too bad. I mean, um, you you didn't try to like reapply or anything.
1: No no other um, opportunities. No, I ended up um, I ended up uh, somebody somebody else that I knew that worked for I guess that same company, but like a different like division of it. um, Got me a weld test um but my problem was that uh i had learned at the trade school on all this nice new machinery mm-hmm. um it's all digital and everything and i went to take this weld test and this machine was like 70 years old <laughs> um and of i was course. like i don't even know how to set this thing up jesus and um and i should have you know i should have been i should have you know brought that up and been you know explained it to them, and maybe they would have uh, helped me with it um but i didn't do yeah uh, you know as as good as i could have due to that sure um yeah. and depending on what they're doing you know they can be uh they can be very uh specific in their you know tolerances and everything for that yeah um that that makes sense so but i did get a i did end up getting an actual welding job um at a uh at a place that made storm shelters um and it was, in hindsight, actually the worst job. Um, really? And this place, like, perpetually had a big old help wanted sign outside. And... Uh, that's a, so it was that's like, a
0: red flag. Major red flag.
1: Yeah. So this this place in Scottsboro, Alabama, um, called Valley Storm Shelter. And uh, they... So they made these little storm shelters that you buy and you would pay like, you know, like 10 grand for one. And they'd come and they'd basically, you know, like, like, you know, dig your yard up and, you know, like, you know, bury it and everything. Um, and that was a, I think they were paying me $10 an hour. What? Um, what were you doing there? Yeah. Wel- welding up storm shelters. You
0: were welding up storm shelters for $10 an hour?
1: yeah yeah it was from uh it was from like six to five um and the guy who trained me um had i guess just got out of prison um and had a and had a a a bunch of like aryan brotherhood tattoos oh no um i remember he had he had love thy race on his hand (laughs) um and I think his brother also worked there and was like a local like firefighter or something. Yeah, of course. Um, and like the boss's son was the manager, and they were all into. This is when the uh, the Kretom, um like little five hour energy shots were really big. Okay, I don't know if you yep. you were aware of those. I I um, I mean, I don't remember what they were called.
0: I've never tried them, but but I yeah, I do. You, I, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. I do recall them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just like you know, a synthetic opioid kind of deal that you could buy at the gas station. Yeah, and um, and like everybody there would just do like, like three or four of those a shift, while <laughs> 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 they were welding up these storm shelters. Um, uh, but, you know, they were. I'm sure that the labor cost to build one was like a grand, and they were selling them for ten. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, that's it's a markup. Yeah, that they're they're making bank for sure.
1: Yeah. So I, I had um, I had I had been putting in applications elsewhere and talking to uh, my welding instructor at, at school about it, and he um, he hooked me up, you know, told me about an interview. I went and interviewed, and they and I got the job, and it was uh, at Navistar, um, which builds uh, train engines or train cars, one, um, and. Uh, I so it was through a temp agency, and it was like thirteen dollars, but I think I was only getting eleven because the temp agency was getting like two of it, oh my god, um, and it was like a temp to permanent thing, but you know like some of the people were temp you know for years, yeah with yeah. no end in sight
0: yeah there there's, um, there's no promise uh of the permanent part,
1: yeah, nothing contractual mm-hmm um and i uh i had to take a a hair test for this 11 dollar an hour temp job the, uh, um,
0: a hair sample yes oh my
1: god that that's yeah that's the bad. only time i've ever seen it or even known anybody outside of like some department of defense shit yeah right um and and i failed and i and i hadn't i hadn't smoked weed in like Four or five months, or it so, must or, have
0: been the five-hour. It, it'd been a couple. It'd
1: been no, not that long. It'd been a couple months, though, because I was yeah. like, if, if this had been a piss test, I would have passed it a hundred times over. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a call from the um from the lab while I was in my orientation and you know they call you and they're like um we're just calling to see if you have any uh any uh, doctor's note or medical uh excuse for why you test positive for uh for cannabis (laughs) And so i just got up and left so i was like you know it was my turn to take the picture and i was just like don't don't even bother yeah yeah (laughs) like i was getting like i was getting my name tag basically um when they called, and I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go. That's ridiculous. Um, But my, uh, but that's actually the day that I I started uh, Cubicles full-time, because the guy that I'd been, you know, working on and off for, you know, on the side, kind of is like a a hired hand, Uh um, was like, hey, you want to go to the University of Georgia and, you know, do like some, auditorium seating at the chemistry building. Um, I was like, all right, well, yeah, well, I'll be there in like uh, five hours. Nice. And I, d- I drove to the University of Georgia. And, uh, and he's a really cool guy. You know, he's very, you know, I, I worked for him for, you know, the better part of 10 years. Um, and he, uh, yeah, that, that was kind of a the The start of, I guess, my, like the, this, this latter half of my yeah. working life.
0: So I, I, I kind of want to focus on the, um, the storm shelter thing a little bit more, <laughs> if that's okay. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. H- how long were you at that job? What, like what happens if, you know, three if days, you- three days. Yeah. So you you just jumped ship pretty much for a better opportunity right
1: yes yeah i i got basically i got the call that i had um that i had the job at navistar and i told them um and they were they were pretty understanding because like i said they're they always had a help wanted sign yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just had like perpetual turnover damn yeah um, i mean I I
0: I mean I, yeah I, I think you really did dodge a bullet. There only only working there for three days because I can imagine that that would be truly hellish and working with just with just the worst type of people. Uh,
1: yeah, and a lot of a lot of a lot of sketchy, just like um, it's just a lot of like a lot of like uh, you know like cutting wheels just kind of just exploding left and right damn yeah um a lot of like it's basically like i learned how to weld in school and then when i got there they were like like well, what the hell are you doing just crank that <laughs> thing all the way up and, and run it run it as fast as you can oh my gosh yeah of course totally uh, <laughs> yeah totally different yeah um
0: so how long have you been with your your uh current company
1: um so the, the place I'm at now, I've actually, um, I have not even gotten my first paycheck yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Fresh. So in, uh, well, like three weeks, um, I, I should have gotten paid already, um, but I'm getting paid on the 28th um, because this is like my first job in a long time that pays biweekly, and oh, I guess yeah. I joined it at the perfect time to not yeah. get shit.
0: That's, that's what happens to me every time. I mean, I'm, I am a chronic job jumper. So, at, you know, my punishment for that is, is every time I do a uh, jump ship to a new company, I, I pick the, the wrong time to start and I have to wait a month to get paid. And it's, um, it's, it's awful. Yeah. So I, I do feel your pain. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's good, you know, good, good for you. I think, uh, I mean, it seems like it's, it's a better fit than, than most of the, you know, other positions you've, you've kind of jumped through recently or in the last
1: few. Yeah. Days, the, yeah. The, this is just like a, it, it's another, uh, like, well, so, so I ended up at it because I, uh, like I, I was doing, you know, I, I'm in my main cubicle business. Um, and I ended up, you know, I've been there long enough. I started out as like a hired hand and then I became a move coordinator because we also did like personnel relocation. Um, and then I found myself in the office and then next thing you know, I'm like bidding on like contracts. Um, and that's not something that I don't know, that that's something that I know nothing about. Um, <laughs> And my boss, the owner of the, this is like a mom and pop company. I mean, uh, this was like, this is like a five person company. Gotcha. Doing like, you know, you know, like a couple hundred cubicles at a time. Yeah. Um, doing like, like punching, punching above its weight because like we would just work like, uh, like all the time. And my boss was just like constantly just fucking stressed running around, mm-hmm. um, so I ended up uh in the office and just was miserable. It was like it was the most money I was making, but it was like this this work isn't for me. Like I don't even know how much of this I'm doing right because like my boss, he doesn't wanna know. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't want anything to do with it. Nobody <laughs> wants anything to do with it. Yeah. I'm like once I get into it I'm like, you know, I don't want anything to do with it either yeah. now that I'm doing it. I can see why um,
0: you don't want to deal with this shit.
1: no, no because it's a because to- like it's a totally different um, it's a totally different skill set yeah and and type of person to do that job. Um, and so I ended up going to um, to UPS and um, where i I still work. so I've been working two jobs since um, October. so I work at UPS in the warehouse uh, doing preload. And then uh, I go. I would go to my furniture job after that. I was like, "Get me out of the office! I'm gonna volunteer a pay cut to fucking get me out of this. Just let me go <laughs> back to putting shit together." Um, and so that's what I did. Yeah. But um, between uh, basically between Thanksgiving and Christmas, the part-time UPS job is full-time.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean it's balls to the wall for those couple months.
1: Yeah. Like normally, like right now, like, like this morning, uh, it was close. So I didn't have to be there until like five fifteen. but like during peak, like you, you start at 2am and you yeah. don't get off until like 10. Um, sense. so you do, you'll do a full eight before lunch. Um, but the way it's set up is that anything over five hours is overtime. Because it's part-time. Okay. Um, so for that, basically, peak period, it's a full-time job, both in hours and pay. Because, you know, you're taking home, like, eight or $900 a week mm-hmm. on a 1650 an hour job. Um, just based on how... It's like you're getting more overtime hours than straight hours, basically.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Um, but... But now that it's gone back to normal, I'm back to getting like you know like three hundred dollars a week from them. Um, and i was I was about to go back to uh, to my regular job and then I jumped on Craigslist and I saw a job for uh, somebody uh, basically the guy that assembles the like display items at Home Depot. Um, and I got hired for it and then. <laughs> like the day before I was gonna start it, I got a call back on the other job I applied for, which is which was a different cubicle job. And I was like, "Well, this assembly, like this Home Depot assembly job, is just like some contractor shit." So I, I just didn't show up. I just fucking ghosted them. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, this is some big fucking contractor out of like Florida or something, yeah. and I'm like. I- I don't, I don't, you know, if it was like a, a little local company, I might, I might care, but I'm like, I don't, I can't deal with no, this. I'm just no, going to no. not show up and take the other job.
0: Not, not worth it. So that's, that's a lot in, in, in a short period of time. Um, so, so you're not, are, are you doing, you're, you're, you're still just doing two jobs, right?
1: Yeah. 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 I go to UPS and then I go to my, uh, my new cubicle job um which is much it's just easier and better in every way than the first one
0: so how do you deal with uh you know doing two jobs i've 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 tried to do it a couple of times and it it's it's difficult for me and i don't even have a kid
1: um well uh, i have a prescription for Vivance which helps
0: oh Uh, (laughs) that's the good um,
1: stuff yeah that that is uh which which I did, you know, I I have for like I guess like uh, like a year and a half now. Yeah, um, but it, it definitely became it. a necessity.
0: I'm slumming it with uh Adderall.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that's I I oh, I, I did Adderall first, but this is uh um, I don't know. Yeah, I was taking I was taking Adderall and like working like unloading trucks like in in the Alabama summer and just like. like i'm just i'm literally gonna just overheat and die if i keep doing this yeah um but it's it it was it was really hard i like my my whole holidays i was fucking miserable because i was sleeping like basically like four and a half hours a night for like two months pretty much yeah um and it it definitely it definitely wears on you And, and everybody there gets you know noticeably um less happy as, as time goes on because it, it really does, uh, like I I feel kind of used to it now. Like I get up at, at, you know, you know, even on my day off, like I, I still, I get up at like probably like four in the morning, um, and just kind of, uh, I don't know. It's like, I'd rather, if I'm going to have to give my time, I'd rather, I'd rather do it while my family's sleeping than, you know, um, be a guy you know who has to work late hours
0: yeah yeah miss your time with them i i totally agree with that and yeah i mean it it is an adjustment and you know maybe it's not a forever thing you know if it works for right now then that's that's awesome that's that's how i looked at it and i I
1: yeah
0: i only had to do it for a, a few months before um before i stopped uh, but I mean, it, it, it seems like you're kind of on a better track now than than you know you were. Kind of, you know, it seems like yeah, at least you know kind of what you want to do and what 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 you're good at, what you know, what fits.
1: Yeah, I've I've got a. Um, well, it's like that's something that I I kind of you know learned in retrospect. Uh, getting this most recent installation job is that I could I could go in there. And you know, this guy hired me. Um, it was they wanted a full time installer and I was like, Hey, I can only work part time and like I can get there when I get there. Um, but I've got, you know, like ten years experience in doing all this. Um yeah. and they were like, All right, you're hired and like, you know, they gave me the pay that I wanted um without any negotiating or anything. Damn see that's um that's the dream. It's just being able to like uh it's something I've learned with, with my, with my son and, and, um, and being autistic is that like, you have to advocate for them
0: Yes, yeah, and,
1: and you have to do, you have to do that for yourself also as, as a worker, you have to advo- advocate and that's,
0: that's a great um, point. Yeah.
1: Be able to like sell, you know, you, you, you got to be able to sell yourself and you have to know what you're worth to do that. Absolutely, and
0: I I mean most people they don't even have a concept of that and I you know, they're all worth so much more, but uh I I think that's a great point because because one thing that I like immediately uh, Thought of was like I, I think my mom is is very good at doing that and I think that has a lot to do with you know, uh, my my little sister is is you know, what was uh developmentally disabled and 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 so um I, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of like like brings out uh, kind of a more assertive, of um, you know when when you have to advocate for for somebody else, you know, I think that's that's the logical extension is like, hey, I'm I'm worth more too, you know, which which is great. I think, yeah, yeah, and and, and that's definitely not something we we focus on. Like, we should be teaching kids, you know, what what they're worth, and and you know, not. you you know turning them into good little worker bees who you know who just do what the boss tells you because that's what we learned in school you know we we learned how to follow directions and all that and that's that's what we're expected to do for the rest of our lives
1: yeah and 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 i think that and i think that you can like you can do that like you can be a you can be a a drone and you can still understand like the value of your position and how to use that yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, um, and that's something that, that UPS taught me because you know UPS is uh, this is a contract year, um, so um, our contract, yeah, uh, you know the Teamsters UPS contract is up um, in, I guess, like the end of July, beginning of August. Um, I saw. So, that, yeah. so things are getting a little little contentious, um, and it is it has been just great. Just everybody up there, you know, like your manager comes by, a supervisor comes by, and everybody's just like, you know what? Fuck that guy. (laughs) Ha and and you know what, there's there's absolutely nothing that anybody can do about it. Yeah, that's because because of the power of the contract gained through, you know, organized labor and collective bargaining.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's beautiful. I mean the pay sucks. But yeah. um and it does have like the best insurance that uh it's it's basically a twenty four hundred dollar a month insurance package that you get for free after nine months. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's like uh hundred dollar uh deductible for the year, um no premium, who five dollar cap on prescription.
0: Who uh, who else gets that? That I've I've never seen such a thing. That's that's
1: that's it's amazing. like like Congress people.
0: Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. That's that's Nancy yeah. Pelosi's uh, insurance policy.
1: Yeah. Um, well, that's what they they call it the golden handcuffs. Because um, if you sense. leave you if you if you miss more than a week of work, you lose it. Wow.
0: Well, yeah. That's 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 a that's a problem in itself, but. <laughs>
1: Um yeah but but it, it's you know every every year every contract yeah uh, you know you, you you win a little more and uh you know see a little bit more of what you want to see
0: Yeah I, I hope you guys win big this year I hope hope it's you know they don't try to pull pull a railroad uh you know trickery on you with these uh
1: Yeah they're uh, they're we basically you know my understanding from talking to the steward and, and you know rumblings online is that um it's basically expected that we're going to strike for probably two weeks and then we'll probably get what we want
0: that's that's kind um, of the the vibe that's the atmosphere that it's going to come to a strike
1: yeah i think yeah uh, that's um the 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 new teamsters president um you know the former teamsters president was was jimmy hoffa's kid Oh, yeah. Um, and he, the contract was pushed through on, like, a, like, low voter turnout clause. Um, it was, like, a 49 to 51, like, contract. Um, so a lot of people were unhappy about it. And this guy came in and said, you know, we're, gonna, we're getting rid of the clause. Um, and this whole thing is, you know, like, we need, like, a return to, like, a more, more militant union. And more, yeah. you know, more united, uh, more, uh, you know, I want to say more radical. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, people are
0: fired up these days. I think, you know, there, there is a return to, uh, uh you know, kind of, uh, prioritizing unions again and, um, yeah, I think I think we might be on the cusp of uh of uh, you know some some more things popping off and I wish all you guys the best of luck. Hopefully hopefully it goes in your favor and it's not too uh not too disastrous for you know for the for striking.
1: No, they're they're supposed to be getting uh Amazon workers and um the Teamsters are trying to to get into Amazon mm-hmm. and and if they can do that Oh, uh man. you know combined with UPS, yeah. then that i mean they're already the biggest union in the world
0: yeah yeah it's game uh, over for Amazon, uh, throw, maybe yeah that that would be great um so thanks for for sharing your story that that i mean there that, there's so much to to unpack and talk about i i uh that that was you know it's not even just the worm guy. The worm guy is, is, is is, is a crazy, amazing story. But, um, but, but, but yeah, no, I, I I appreciate all of it. I've just got a few more questions to ask you if that's okay. Oh yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Um, how do you deal with the miserable work environment? Like, you know, it, it seems like you've, you've been through quite a few in your, you know, your career, um, how do you cope how do you get by in in a in a job you just can't stand
1: um i think uh, uh having uh having headphones is, is definitely a or having a job that lets you wear you know headphones and listen to you yeah. know music or podcast or something like that especially if you're doing something that's just like repetitive um for sure can really can really make or break your day and um and sometimes it's uh it's kind of like uh just, just find, finding the guy to, uh, not necessarily a guy, but just, you know, finding something to be like, um, to just get kind of fired up about, um, like, especially at UPS, it's like, you know, um, you might just think about like some of the, some of the bullshit that you're going through there and that might help you kind of, um, especially at UPS, it's like, you know this is an issue. I don't like this, you know, um, but at the same time, like, you know, I, this contract says that I need to work safely and I need to work at my own pace. And, you know, um, I, you know, I just got to make it to the end of this. Yeah. And uh, there's not really anything that they can do or, or tell me. Um, and that's kind of a, a big, uh, a big source of solace. Um, yeah, for sure. That's It's that's just kind I mean. of, being aware of like your, you know, the, the, that small bit of power that you've, that you wield in that situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's important. I mean, obviously that's a, that's a huge benefit of a union, but even, even without a union, um, in a lot of jobs, like in that moment when you're working, the company needs you more than you need them. Um, obviously, you know, they can fire you and find somebody else. But I mean, it's not as easy as, as they make it seem, you know, it's, uh, they're, they're, they're not gonna, um, uh, you know, you, you can, you know, make, make your, your work life a little bit more comfortable. If, if again, we go, go back to being, um, you know, an advocate for yourself. Uh, I, you know, I think that's, that's, that that's a great thing to realize is like, wow, they, they need me to, to perform a critical function here. Like, like I, I've, I've got some leverage.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of times it's like, if you're doing something and you're like, this is, this is backwards. Like, why are we doing like doing it like this? And if like, sometimes you can just ask them like, Hey, like, why don't we do it this way? And, and every now and then you're like, you know, they're like, well, nobody's ever actually, you know, thought to, to actually ask us to do this differently, yeah, and you might actually like the the change might just be right there waiting for you
0: yeah yeah i think I think that's very well said a lot of people are are just uh you know afraid to to push it to push the envelope a little bit when you know they 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 they, they could uh make a good you know significant change.
1: Um, yeah. Well, especially here, that that's totally against uh, you know how you're you're raised and taught is that you know it's it's yeah you work and you be happy that you have a job. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. yeah. Yep. That's. I mean. Yeah. It's uh Just it's it really is all about framing. We just got to change how we. Teach. Teach kids about jobs and the the that that working relationship because it's all it's all screwy. Um, so as as a job jumper, you know it's it's we fall into that trap where it's we jump from shitty job to shitty job. You know what's what I've been doing my entire life. Um, at this point, do you feel like you escaped that trap, and do you think escape is possible?
1: Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think that I have. Uh, I think that. It, I think that it's it's possible. Um, it, at least in my personal situation. I mean, I've already kind of got my my next one planned. Uh, That's the key, um,
0: right? You you kind of have one foot out. You know, you you keep one foot in, one foot out, ready to to jump at any moment.
1: Yeah, because I'd like to eventually. I'd like to only work one job, and I'm thinking. Uh, uh, you know, I, I can. UPS has good tuition reimbursement. So uh I'd like to, you know, maybe look at doing like uh commercial electrical work. Maybe get like a like a decent union electrician job. Yeah. Um yeah. And, and that'd kind of be kinda of, kinda of the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, my my uh, my grandfather was a linesman, a lineman, um with with the, the electric company in the town that he lived in and and i mean um he's just a huge union guy even to this day he's like in his mid 80s he goes to union meetings still and yeah and and that's
1: that's like the last bastion for a lot of that yes
0: yeah absolutely but 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 he's i mean god he they he uh that's how he you know made his living they 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 uh paid him you know very very you know handsomely and it's it's just uh it's like a, a living example in my eyes of of uh of the power of a union cuz cuz like he he really made a great life for for you know his family with with just the one job which is just like you that you can't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean the the trades are really one of the the last it's like the trades and manufacturing are kind of like the last areas where it's it's uh I don't know, it's it's like you know the decline of unions has kind of coincided with everything shifting to like a you know more service-based economy yeah, or whatever, uh-huh. and it's it and it's a lot harder to it it's a lot harder to like have that organized power in a service job for sure. Um, if if you're not somebody like like the Teamsters who have the numbers and like you know the historical precedent and everything,
0: yeah. Very true. Um, so, putting putting all of the, the 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 struggle and the the longing and the hardship of of these jobs aside, uh, what would your life look like if you did not need to work and all of your needs were met?
1: I oh, I I'd, um, I'd probably just have a, I don't know I I'd, I'd probably just do like uh, some woodworking or something. I, that, that's kind of the dream is to have like something that I could build in like my garage and I don't know, sell on like Etsy or something. Yeah. yeah. So I could work from home and I could still, um, I don't I, I have a, I have a problem with buying power tools, <laughs> um, and, uh, and you know, getting home Depot, uh, no interest financing coupons. Um. So something to you know something to utilize that. It's like yeah. I like I like playing with my toys, and I'd like a job that allows me to do that. Definitely. And everything else is yeah. kind of secondary to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to put that addiction to good use somehow.
1: Uh, yeah, because it is something that, <laughs> like you know, these these can be productive.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, in an ideal world, I think uh, you know you'd you'd make a lot of use out of that. I think that's think that that would be a uh, nice life and i mean th- like how how functional it's just it's it's just you could you, you know build stuff for friends or family or you know whatever it's, or in it's,
1: like a habitat for humanity yeah, type organization yeah, yeah it's yeah that's... i mean there there could be it could just actually fix things instead of you know uh you know instead of uh you know go go buy profit like you know we could just yeah fix things we could just go fix all the roads or fix you know the rundown houses and everything
0: yeah let's let's you know not not build all these new luxury condos let's let's fix the infrastructure we have here what a novel idea yeah um yeah that's that that does sound like a dream um so thank thank you for for all your time here you know i really appreciate it um was there anything we didn't cover that you wanted to uh talk about before we wrap up
1: no i think i i had only uh i had only missed uh one on my list um and it was uh i had mentioned earlier um that uh a working with a super racist guy became an issue later. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um being that uh and it was funny because this was a this is like a four man crew with two supervisors uh-huh. and two guys doing all the work. Um and it was me and uh this super racist guy <laughs> um who was like a cabinet maker who hadn't filed his taxes in like 22 years oh, of course um, and owed the IRS like a quarter of a million dollars or something Jesus um, and he he was actually kind of like why I left um, in that like we'd be yeah oh, dude like we'd like we'd have to go out to eat together and we're all riding together and he'd see like like a black guy and a white girl and he'd be like there's uh, a uh, race trader and oh, like, no. like, 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 like the kind of guy that like, when you're driving and he's in the passenger seat, he's like trying to hang out the window and like yell at people. Oh my God. Um, which there are a lot of those guys in, in Alabama, even being in, in a, in one of the more progressive cities in Alabama. Um, which is kind of one of the, one of the downsides of being in the trades is that you're more likely to run into those people.
0: Yeah, you got the good old boys kind of uh, with within those ranks.
1: Yeah, and and it's and it, it is getting better. Uh, you know, as as you know, as the younger generation gets in, um, some of that stuff is is kind of dying out, or you know, they're at least keeping it to themselves.
0: Yeah, I mean, just like being around that kind of guy is mortifying that's that's it's it's just uh makes you i mean angry of course but also just like uncomfortable because like you never know when they're gonna have an outburst
1: yeah and and the worst part was it's like this is the guy that's doing all the all the work besides me like the other two guys are are supervising basically yeah or just like arguing with each other it's like this is the guy who you know from a from a working standpoint this is me and him are are should be you know two peas in a pot
0: on the same page yeah
1: and like this is the fucking pea that i'm stuck with
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that that's that's uh you're you're not both gonna fit in that pod
1: no no so i yeah so i, I decided that i'm out <laughs> yeah i mean but yeah that, that 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 was uh i think that's the gist of it obviously i've done uh Side jobs with friends who do side jobs on all that, but that's uh, I guess all all sixteen of them. Damn,
0: yeah that that's that's quite the list. I mean, I I appreciate how comprehensive it was. I I I I'm trying to think of like any like straight up racists that I've ever worked with. Like, I mean i i think there have been some but but it's just that kind of like liberal subtle racism you know um yeah so i mean obviously i don't live i don't live down south so that could that could be a different story if i if i did but um but yeah that 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 sounds pretty mortifying i'm glad you you uh, were able to jump ship from that one um Joe, did you want to to shout anything out, plug anything before we uh, say goodnight?
1: Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, if at all possible, uh, you know, find a good union job. And uh, I guess like we talked about, you know, just, uh, just remember that you have to be an advocate for yourself because uh, it's very rarely that somebody will we'll, we'll voluntarily do that for you. Mm -hmm. And you could, you could leave a lot on the table, um, by not being confident in, you know, what you have to offer.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Agreed. I think that's a, that's a really great message to, to leave, to leave us with here. Um, Joe, thanks again for, for your time. I that, that that was an awesome chat. I really enjoyed it. Um, and, yeah, let's let's talk again sometime.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you again to Joe for your time and for your stories. For anyone interested in being on the podcast, if you yourself are a job jumper and you feel like you have some stories you want to share with the world, uh, please, please, please reach out. Uh, You can email me at jobjumperspod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Uh, If if you wanted to be on the podcast, great. If you just wanted me to read your story on the podcast, I would love to do that as well. Whatever works best for you. You can follow us on Twitter at jobjumperspod as well as on Instagram at jobjumperspod. Please do us a favor and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. All right, folks. Keep jumping. We'll see you next week.